When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, TFA family? This is your boy, Robbie Jeffries, here with Kevin Steele, and we are doing another TFA throwdown. And we're talking tight ends. And if you miss out on the top three tight ends, these are the two guys that you're going to be staring down the draft barrel, and that is TJ Hawkinson and Mark Andrews. Andrews going at 55th overall and Hawkinson going at 57th overall. Very, very close. Who are you going to pick in this one? Kev, I'll give you the floor first. This one's pretty simple for me. I mean, it's Mark Andrews. I, I Listen, I, I like TJ Hawkinson this year because he's going to be the only guy in town. In real, I mean, you're talking about Tyrell Williams and Prashad Perriman and, you know, what fourth round pick Amon Ross St. Brown and you know DeAndre Swift obviously is going to get opportunities at the backfield but I mean he's going to be the kind of the guy but I kind of view Mark Andrews the same but he has a much better quarterback with with Lamar Jackson and this offense right yes they went out and drafted Rashad Bateman who's hurt and who's question you know is he going to be available for week one and they added Sammy Watkins who is a you know a one snap away from being out for six weeks so listen I love Mark Andrews. And if you look at these two guys last year, I mean, Mark Andrews, most people would view it as a down year. I mean, he was still fourth in fantasy points per game. He outproduced TJ Hawkinson last year. TJ Hawkinson played in all 16 games last year. He had 101 targets, 67 receptions, 723 yards, and six receiving touchdowns. But Mark Mark Andrews played in 14 games, uh, only 89 targets, but had 58 receptions, 701 receiving yards, and seven touchdowns. He's gotten better and better. I mean, he's been a top five tight end each of the last two years. And, you know, I think this offense can take a step forward in in terms of just efficiency this year with Lamar Jackson if these other weapons can take a step forward and really help them out. But you look at him last year, he had a 25% target share, which is third most among all tight ends. I I do think that when you look at him, um, uh, like I said, uh, he's been one of the most – he's been one of the most efficient tight ends we've seen over the last couple of years. He was fifth in yards per route run last year among all tight ends. And the guy just catched – you know, is a force inside the red zone. Yeah, fifth in red zone targets last year with 18. And so – I'm buying that the the Ravens offense is going to be a little bit more what they were in 2019 versus what they were in 2020. I mean, Lamar Jackson, I I think, has to take a step forward as a passer if he's going to see that mega contract that he's looking for. And, I, you know, they've talked about it all offseason. They want to throw the ball more. They want to utilize Lamar Jackson as a passer. And so if if these weapons that they've invested in this offense, no, I don't think this is going to be like the Bills where all of a sudden, you know, uh, Josh, he's going to turn into Josh Allen. Like I don't think that's in the range of his outcomes, but I do think Lamar Jackson become a much better quarterback this year. You know, get back to the guy who threw what thirty eight passing touchdowns in two thousand and nineteen, and you know, a guy like Mark Andrews is going to be the direct beneficiary of that. And so, while yes, I would agree that TJ Hawkinson, I guess, probably has a little bit higher floor or floor or ceiling in terms of targets just because of the offense that he's in, but it's still going to be a dramatically worse offense with much less touchdown upside because of how bad that offense is going to be. You know, Jared Goff is a guy who, who has been able to support multiple wide receivers in his career when he did with, with the Rams. This Lions offense is going to be bad. We're talking about an offense that is going to feature a guy who hasn't been relevant really in the NFL since, I guess, 2019. I would 
argue it's been later than that because that was back all the 2016 is the only time he had over a thousand yards receiving fourth round pick i mean this is some really really bad weapons we're talk- talking about with the lions so for me it's mark andrews it's easy i mean the the the, the offense is going to be significantly better so the the touchdown upside is going to be greater and like i said i don't think they're that far away in terms of target share so Give me Mark Andrews. This one's easy. Shut it down. I don't even think we need to hear from Robbie because this one's simple. Man, I, you almost made my argument for me, and I really appreciated that because you talked about you know what's changed in, in these two's offenses, right? So we have TJ Hawkinson getting a 20% target share last year, and you said Mark Andrews was around 25%. There is a big difference in 20% of 620 pass attempts and 25% of 450 pass attempts, right? There's a huge difference, and volume is going to be king in tight end land, the tight end landscape, right? We see Travis Kelsey. We see Darren Waller. We see George Kittle. They all have 110-plus targets. For, for most of those guys, they're 120, 130-plus targets. I don't think Mark Andrews has that because, yeah, he, he got 25% of the team's offensive uh, passing attempts, and that was without – uh, the addition of Rashad Bateman. That was without the addition of Sammy Watkins. That was without the addition of Tylen Wallace. They have obviously tried to re- get this wide receiver corp uh, boosted up. And I don't think, let's say he just retains the 25%, which I think he absolutely could do. And he actually gets better in the touchdown percentage. He gets closer to the 10 that we saw in, in what was that, 2019, instead of the seven that we saw in 2020 and 14 games. I'll give him ton touchdowns. That's fine. But I don't think he is going to be 20 to 30 targets behind TJ Hawkinson. And, and what we've seen in, in tight end landscape is that if you're the number one and you're getting the volume that is just far and away above these other tight ends, you are going to be successful. So what has changed for these teams? We just talked about how the Ravens added a bunch of pass catching weapons that might decrease that target share. What did the Lions do? They lost Kenny Galladay. They lost Marvin Jones. They lost Damian Dola. Who does that leave? That leaves Swift and, and Hawkinson. We could be talking about a guy that could get 140-ish targets. I don't have it projected that high, but that is the upside that we're talking about in this uh, offense. And sure, it can be bad. I don't care if the offense is bad, Kev. Like fantasy football, it, uh, it doesn't matter if you're the worst offense or the best offense. If you're passing the ball, Blake Bortles supported two what top 15, top 20 wide receivers and Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns the year that they were trash. Right? It doesn't matter if you're a bad offense. It matters if you have the volume, and that's what the Lions are going to have because their defense isn't great uh the, the offense has swift and hawkinson everything's going to run through them um, so i think we're talking about sure last year uh they were pretty close in terms uh, of their finish but andrews was better in points per game but that was with the the target share being where they were and i think hawkinson is going to jump up a full target target and a half per game where andrews if he's lucky stays the same with his target share uh, and, and again, going back to Goff, I get it. He's not the sexiest name, uh, but he supported tight ends before. We saw Tyler Higby in the last five weeks of 2019 be the tight end one. We saw last year, if you combine uh, Everett and Higby's stats, and then you even take off, because I don't want to just combine two players, you take off and just give them 75% of their work. They were the tight end seven. If you just give 75% of those two guys combined. So we know that Jared Goff lives through his tight end. Hawkins is going to be the best tight end he's played with. Uh, this is absolutely a top top three tight end in the making. He's going into his third year. We talk about these third year breakouts with wide receivers and tight end, especially no fans hitting it this year, I think, and Hawkinson even more so because he's going to be one of the few guys in town. I would not be surprised if he has 80 receptions, 1,000 yards, and in that six to eight touchdown range, 
where I cannot see the same uh, for Andrews other than the touchdowns. I do think he probably equals or maybe even beats those touchdowns, but he's not seeing 80 plus catches. He's probably not seeing uh, much over, you know, 850, 900 yards. So I will go TJ Hawkinson. The problem here with this argument that you're trying to make here is the fact that, yes, well, I 100% agree. If you look at the two of them, I mean, Mark Andrews last year, uh, played on an offense only passed the ball 28 times a game, which was 32nd, obviously dead last among all you know all offenses last year. But he still had the same amount of targets that he did. He averaged 6.4 targets per game to TJ Hawkinson's 6.5 targets per game, despite the fact he had 11 more targets than he did. You know, the guy was absolutely you know targeted. I mean, he was 18 percent target share compared to 24.9% target share, but on the lower passing volume, which is an offense for the Lions who were 13th in pass plays per game, which I would argue that the Lions are going to try to run the ball. They're not going to want to be uh, that high in terms of passing volume. I don't think that they're going to want to sit here and try to be top 12 in pass plays per game. And I think you look at a little bit more slower of an offense here with the, the man, Dan Campbell, biting kneecaps off every week. But, you know, Mark Andrews, like I said, I just buy uh, – offenses I, I would rather buy an offense especially if i'm invest top five round um pick in a tight end i want the tight end that's going to be uh on the better offense right like i get you could make a case that maybe he takes a darren waller type step where he sees 140 targets like darren waller and kind of explodes that's in the range of outcomes but i would just bet against that uh I don't think that's what he's going to see. I think he is going to be a little bit closer to Mark Andrews. And like I said, Mark Andrews has been terrific in terms of, I mean, not, he's, he's, they use him deep down the field. Uh, he was number one on their team in area market area yard share uh, among all tight ends last year. He was fifth in red zone targets, like I've already said, seventh in deep targets. Like they use this guy all over the place. And so I am buying all day. Uh, Mark Andrews versus TJ Hawkinson, just because of, I think, that touchdown volume. And I just don't think there's that big of a gap between where they're going to be in terms of overall targets. And I do think there is a really good chance that we see the Ravens come up to from that 32nd, even if they get up to 20th or 19th in terms of pass volume. I think that is a that is enough to close that gap and where I would much rather just prefer Mark Andrews, who's going to be a guy who can score a touchdown every single week where you're just not going to be able to make that case for TJ Hawkinson. He's going to have to be much more efficient with his targets to be able to get there because, you know, if it, let's say he does get 80 receptions, but he only gets you five touchdowns, you know, that, that gap or a guy who can get you five or excuse me, 10 to 12 touchdowns like Mark Andrews can, who's who has a double digit touchdown season under his belt already. That's where I, I would just prefer that guy that I feel like I can trust on a more weekly basis. It's going to have a much more boom opportunities versus a guy like TJ. Yeah, man. I mean, if you told me today and you could guarantee me that the Ravens are going to get to the 20th, uh, you know, pass heavy offense and they're not going to be dead last. I'd probably agree with you. The problem is they have no precedent to do that, right? They have the same offensive coordinator. They have the same quarterback. They have the same system. There's no reason. They had success in that system. I mean, they had a deep playoff run. There's no reason for them to change, right? Um, your biggest thing is can they improve on their efficiency and get back to more of the 2019 uh, version of Lamar in that offense as opposed to 2020? And I think they probably can. The only problem is they're probably going to do it with the additional weapons they have around, and it's not going to flow through Mark Andrews more. It's going to be the better pass catchers. They're not going to have Willie Sneed and Chris Moore on the outside. You're going to have Rashad Bateman. You're going to have Marquise Brown, and you're going to have uh, Sammy Watkins. Right? You're going to have better targets around him, not to mention that we saw Nick Boyle go down. So the only tight end that was worth a damn in Baltimore was Mark Andrews. But now they bring in Josh Oliver, who I get it. He's not the sexiest name, but he's a much better pass catching guy than a Nick Boyle uh, or some of the other tight ends that they've had there since they got rid of Hayden Hurst. Uh, there's going to be just more 
I don't want to use the words mouth to feed, but there's going to be the volume that you have for, for the Ravens is not going to be enough uh, to go to that. They, they'd have to funnel it all through Mark Andrews uh, to, to an extent where he'd have to keep up with the volume uh, of a TJ Hawkinson. And I guess that's just my biggest thing. I agree that, that Mark Andrews is probably more efficient. It's just, I see that difference being 30 ish targets where I think if you have, you catch, you know, 68% of that, you're going to have 21, 22 extra catches PPR. That's 22 extra points. You add the yards on top of that. He'd have to score. We're talking Kev four to five touchdowns more than Hawkinson to, to beat him in this situation. So volume is king for tight ends. We see it year in and year out. The only time you can overcome that, which I think is your argument, right? Is a Robert Tunyon year where he just has crazy efficiency. He catches 90% of his passes. He has 10 plus touchdowns. That's the only way I see Mark Andrews. And I, I do agree. That's that's a slim chance that can absolutely happen. But if you're just talking about what's most likely to happen, Hawkinson, follow the volume. Don't care how bad this offense is. They're going to throw the football. Well, I'll just say this. You're wrong. Uh, you are wrong again on this one. Um, like I said, it's it, case closed. Follow the better offense with a with a higher touchdown upside because when we're talking about tight ends, that's all we really care about at the end of the day. We're not talking about a Travis Kelsey type uh, player. We're and and Darren Waller is such a such a unicorn in his own right as well, being the only guy in town in in, in Las Vegas. And then you have I, you know George Kittle, who's George Kittle, right? I don't think either of these two guys are George Kittle, and so. For me, I just have to go with the guy who I feel like has a much better, higher touchdown upside, and I feel like a broken record because I keep saying the same thing. So with that being said, let us know in the comments section below what you guys think. Who, Which which side are you on? Mark Andrews, or are you going over to TJ Hawkinson, who is the only guy in town? Let us know in the comments section below. Be sure to join our Discord. Link in the description for that. For absolutely free fantasy football community. We get a lot of questions. You know, it can make it a lot easier to ask your questions if you just drop it into our Discord where you can screenshot your teams and everything else. A lot easier to communicate than it is through YouTube. Though we do appreciate the YouTube thumbs up and the subscribes that we've been getting as well. So without further ado, we'll catch you on the next one. Ring, ring. <laughs>